Happen podcast with your host, wellness expert, life strategist, and spiritual bestie, Tristan Noel LeClaire. Hi, guys, welcome back to Making Magic Happen. I am Tristan, your host. Um, Let's just dive right in, shall we? The response to the first episode was pretty stellar. Uh, Did I have a million people listen to my first podcast? No. But the people that did uh, really fed me and, you know, made me feel like, okay, like I can move forward with this and continue going with this. And there are people that are receptive to what I'm trying to say and the message that I want to share. So thank you. Anytime that I like post something or I put a podcast out or whatever, please message me. In fact, as I was sitting here doing a little meditation before I began recording this, it hit me that, uh, the my my I am at my best when I'm responding directly to someone else. So instead of just like sitting on my bed and pontificating into the ether, if I'm actually responding to an inquiry that you have or a problem that you have, that is me at my best. It's what I do. I'm a coach, right? So uh, I would love to open up my DMs to you on my Instagram or my Facebook. Uh, if as I'm speaking, something hits you or I post something and it hits you, please message me because I will respond to you or I will it will give me a topic to speak about because if you have that question, other people have that question. That's actually what I'm going to be getting into today uh, is two messages that I got out of the many because I think just responding to them on the podcast you know, maybe other people need to hear that answer. It's going to bring something up in you. And that's the whole idea, right? Let's keep the conversation going around all of these things so that we can grow and and have the life that we want. That's why we're here. So, um, yeah, the messages have been great because mostly it's kind of funny because people are telling me how brave I am. And I always remember... Um, that's like a really funny word to me is or a funny compliment is telling someone that they're brave because I remember after I had Wilder I was hanging out with like my new group of mom friends and I think we were you know in Hermosa on the beach or something and one of my mom who I love dearly and his who is still my mom friend actually but I was wearing a two-piece and it was I was kind of self-conscious because believe it or not um, I don't really like to be around in bathing suits and especially around other people. And it's, it's my own thing. I've always been that way. It's like my, my, like, I always kind of work through it. And that's what I always tell people. Like, I don't think that that feeling ever necessarily goes away. And even when I'm at like 8% body fat, I'm, it's still, there's like a, 
transition that kind of happens where I'm like getting used to kind of being, you know, in that body in front of other people. Like it's all mental, right? Um, but I was feeling really good about myself, good enough to wear this two piece. And again, it doesn't really matter how I feel about my body or how my body looks. I always am that person that's like not that comfortable being in a bathing suit in front of other people. That's just what it is. So, um, and she turned to me and and she was like, oh, you're so brave, <laughs> like in your two piece or, you know, that that kind of was intimated. And I, and I like went home and I remember like telling John, like someone so told me I was brave for wearing my bathing suit today and I don't really know how to take it. And she meant it as a compliment, you know, and like later she like said that my abs looked good or like whatever. But at the same like at the same time, every time somebody says like you're brave to me, I'm always like, mm, I think that's a compliment, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so apparently I am brave for sharing my truth, especially uh, I got pretty raw in that last podcast and I intend to keep going there. I intend to keep being the emotional sacrificial lamb as it were because one uh it's the purging for me it feels really good it feels really healthy the further I get from trying to hide something or make something look better than it is um the more authentic I am to myself uh, the, the freer I feel the lighter I feel it's just if it, it feels like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and so I lean into that because like I was talking in the last podcast your feelings don't lie to you so yeah maybe it is scary to say the truth or to say my truth but it's kind of it's more uncomfortable not to at this point uh and I don't I my thought also is is like why why is being so real brave like considered brave I wish that being real was just the expectation I wish that we could get there and I I don't blame social media at all because I feel like actually I mean for in for me personally like social media has kind of done the opposite I've always used social media just to be like look this is what's freaking going on in my life like it's not all roses and peonies over here um and I know I follow a lot of people that have taken that turn as well. I, re- I don't know if you guys follow Paige Hathaway, but I remember I used to follow Paige Hathaway and I like unfollow her and then follow her because she's gorgeous and I love seeing beautiful women on my feed. It actually, it doesn't, it doesn't, it makes like, it makes, it makes me feel inspired and like, oh, okay, I want to go hit it hard. I want to go work out. Like, what are they doing? Like, I like it. Um, but then as soon as it kind of starts to veer into like my life is so perfect and I don't really have to work this hard for it and look at me eating pizza all the time, I get really turned off because I know that's not reality. And then after she had her baby, uh, everything kind of changed, which as it does for most of us, am I right? And she started posting pictures of like her body and like her, her how her body was like transforming back and these changes she was going through and like you know her stretch marks and things like that and sometimes I get a little tired of that kind of content because I'm I get annoyed when beautiful women are like my skin's saggy and they like kind of slump over and like show their like skin folds 
you know? And all they would have to do is, like, sit up straight and then their skin folds are gone. And I'm just like, those, like, maybe I don't want to, like, shame your body issues because maybe those are legitimate body issues to you. But, like, you're still hot as fuck. So can we not? Like, I don't need to see that. And I don't think other women need to see that. I don't want to be that person. And I don't think you should be that person. But with Paige Hathaway... I felt like she was so real all of a sudden, like some, something about her shifted. And I was just, I really felt like, okay, this is, you're somebody that has, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, way more followers than I'll ever have, like million, half million followers or whatever. And you actually can, you know, change the way that women see their body after they have babies, which is like, I might make a small attempt, but somebody like that can make this huge impact, Right with these images that she's posting and it was beautiful. Um, and so I feel like there are people like her that really are working to kind of change it and make social media a place where we can be brave and we can be real. And that will be the expectation for that person that you're following. You know that she's going to keep it real with you. You know that I'm going to keep it real with you. Those are the people you should be following in short. Don't follow anybody that's, like, too perfect because whether you realize it or not, you're just comparing yourself. And comparison is the thief of joy. So <clears throat> you want somebody who will um, kind of show you their darkness a little bit, too. I think. I think that's healthy. And I think that's how we're going to help the next generation protect themselves from, like, depression and things like that. That's record-breaking numbers for these teens, you guys. Uh just because of social media and comparing themselves to these people and these fake images that they see on social media. All right. So yes, I am brave. I thank you for the compliment. I am working on accepting it as a compliment, but again, let's just make it so that we can all be real and we can all say, this is what's happening. Nothing is perfect, but in my attempt to come into alignment with what is best for myself, it is perfect. It is beautiful. And that brings us to what I am going to be speaking on today. So like I said, please message in and ask me questions. If anything resonates with you or speaks to you, um, message me because then you're, I can respond on here and it's amazing. I got a lot of messages after that, uh, real obviously, and no negative messages, none only positive ones are people asking for help. I think the reel is currently at like 270,000, 270,000 numbers, things. Can't say big numbers. <laughs> okay. But a lot of people have watched it. <clears throat> and so these messages are coming in and I am trying to respond to all of them. Uh, it's like a nervous tick I have. If a text message comes in or a message comes in, DM, whatever, like I have to respond as soon as I see it. And if I don't, it's probably because I didn't see it, honestly. <clears throat> this guy, I'm just going to say this guy. I'm not going to say his name. Tristan, thank you for sharing about your recent divorce. I too have the same vision for my family with my ex, but my ex doesn't seem to want to try. Any tips? I'm all ears. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. Because first of all, this is a dude messaging me. And, like, I clicked on his little picture and I I saw that he had a family, had a wife or, a, you know, a female partner. And uh, I was like, okay, that's, like, what happened, bro? Because clearly, so I was just like, um, 
what was the cause of the ending of the marriage? And then he was like, nothing bad happened. Kind of like you guys, you know, it just kind of, it just kind of trickled out. Okay, Mr. Vague Pants, but I'm, I'll go with it. <laughs> um, I think that in most marriages and in most relationships, especially if you guys are not a right fit, you're not the correct fit any longer, whether that fit was perfect for five minutes or five years, who knows, but you're no longer the right fit. And in most relationships... You have the one person that's kind of leading the way as far as behavior is concerned, unfortunately. And one person is probably a little bit more childish or a little bit more emotional or irrational or whatever the case may be. And usually the person that has to kind of lead by example is also the one that is initiating the divorce or initiating the marriage counseling, or, uh, you know, trying to get these changes made in the marriage to keep it together. And um, I think when you are that person, you have a lot of weight on you. It's a lot of responsibility to always be the person who is trying to lead by example and trying to make the right choice. And when somebody's being petty or argumentative, trying to change the course of that argument or that conversation or coming back around to correct it. And unfortunately, nobody, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but you're going to have to keep doing this, bud. You're going to have to keep leading the way and setting the example. And you're going to have to continually say, look how much better it would be if we did it this way. And I'm going to show you what this behavior looks like before you even agree to it. So you're already going to be living that life that you want to live before the other person comes into alignment with you. And it's a bit of creating a fantasy life and acting as if this person is already on board with you. Um, and before you know it, they kind of are. They kind of are. I, see, I saw this all the time with just even clients who <clears throat> they would be starting like a workout or fitness program. And my programs are pretty intense, especially a lifestyle change ones. They were, they were balls to the wall, crazy, changing everything about how you eat and your relationship with food and fitness and the whole nine. And when I would have people that had spouses that weren't on board, I would always say, just wait. You know, you start cooking your meals the way that you like it. You change the timetables around so that they have to pick up X, Y, and Z on this time because you're going to the gym and you just start moving it around. Don't ask for permission. Don't wait till you get the okay. (laughs) You just start doing you, boo, and becoming the person that you want to be. Who is this person? Who is the person that is fit? Who is the person that likes themselves? Who is the person that is living this healthy lifestyle already? And then that's who you just start acting like. And before you would know it, okay, the spouse would always be like, well, can we just make like extra, you know, chicken and like fish? And, uh, oh, I, I already prepped the veggies for you. And like, oh, you're going to the gym at this time? Cool. Can I go to the gym at this time? Or can we see if we can get the kids in childcare so that we can go together? And 
like, oh, do you want to try this 5K? I mean, if as long as you begin to live the life of the person that you want to be and you act as if that's happening right now, everything else falls in line. You just have to stay focused and move towards it. That is the law of assumption. That is something that I will be talking a lot about is the law of assumption because I like, I don't think I first heard of the law of attraction or like the secret um, when I was 19. That's how long I've been kind of like studying this stuff and like started getting into metaphysics and things of that nature. And the law of attraction was really hard for me because it was more about feelings and feeling how that person of the future felt or that person that had that thing felt like what does it feel to this is a stupid example but like what does it feel to have that car what is that feeling and if you align with that feeling then you're going to attract it and somebody who's super emo and super sensitive like me that was impossible but the law of assumption says that I can use my thoughts which is something that is a lot easier for me to lean into so I'm thinking and I'm acting as if this is already my reality and therefore it becomes my reality. I have countless examples of how this has worked out for me. Uh, Yeah, you can manifest physical things, but you can also manifest everything around you, the energy around you, your relationships, all of this. And this is something I practice continually and this is why I feel and am in alignment with the way that my divorce is going. Again, if you don't know me, (laughs) um, we went through so much in this marriage, 90% of that I don't share. And yet we're bros. We We watched Yellowstone together last night as we're going through this divorce. Like we're still living together. He's on the bottom, uh, floor. I'm on the top floor. We're working it out. We're working the money out. Like it's all happening. And if you had looked at this marriage or this relationship three, four, five, six years ago, you would have thought, no way is she going to get this guy on board. No way are they going to be able to be friends and raise the kids this way. And so I do understand when I see these comments of like, you're, what was the one I just read? Something about, you know, I have the gall to think that I have control over the situation. Well, I do. And you do too. We're not victims of this life. We are creators. This is who God intended us to be. We are constantly creating as long as we open ourselves up to source energy. My next little message that I'm going to respond to is... Just listen to your first podcast. I realize I have been scared to move on with my life, but I'm tired of waiting. I guess I don't know where to start. LOL. (laughs) Girl, totally. Okay. What do you want? That's, That's where you start. What do you want? My favorite exercise is a journal exercise that I do a lot and it is 
you you open up your journal. Ugh, I know. I know like there's certain little trigger words when you're a woo curious person and chances are you're woo curious and you're not fully in the woo listening to this. But when you're a woo curious person, you hear the words journal or meditate and you want to stab yourself in the eye. And I get it. But I, I'm only saying this to you because if you actually make it a part of your life, it works. I'm trying not to cough. We all have like the flu over here. Um, I don't have the flu. I am healthy. I am well. I am healthy. I am well. My body is a temple. My body is a machine. I am healthy. I am well. Um, but if you make it a part of your life, it actually does really cool things. I have manifested the most amazing things by journaling. And what you do is you get a literal journal. Don't type it on your phone, okay? Get a, get a freaking notebook. They're like 99 cents, okay? And you write down, I am so grateful. And you come from the place of this is where, whenever you see this happening for yourself, whatever feels right. Two weeks, two years, five years. I play with like a lot of different scenarios personally because I have different things that I want to happen at different times. Um, and when I don't do this, I notice that I am not successful. I'll, let me give you an example of me being not successful at something. So I have a book that I have written. It is basically done, except I have one chapter left to edit, and then I need to like send it to an actual editor. This this is a book you've heard me talking about. If you follow me, it's already done. It's forty thousand words on self care for mothers. I have not opened the book to finish that second chapter since February. Granted, I've, you know, been going through some things and I've had other projects that I've been working on, but it's no excuse if I, I, I really wanted to get it done, but I have like some kind of weird block up and I know it's because I, the whole piece about getting it published or am I going to self-publish and like, what does that look like and how much does that cost? And like all of that kind of causes me anxiety. And I have yet to open my journal and write out that finishing this book is a joyous experience for me. And I get so much out of finishing this book and how easy it is for me to find what the next best step is for me in this book, whether it be like going straight to Amazon or, you know, putting it on my own website or whatever the case may be. But for I, anyways, I have yet to do it and the book is not done, but I have other things that I had no problem opening up my journal, writing it, acting as if it happened, my perfect scenario and how I wanted it to go down. And voila, weeks go by, months go by and it happens. Um, so you open it up and you write, I am grateful for, and you come from the place of in that moment, what am I looking for? So I am so grateful that I got handed the keys to this new home that I bought today. I cannot believe that this home is mine. It's my dream house. And then you go in to describe the house and you can go in to describe a scenario that happens in this house. I have one that I'm writing that takes place about three years from now with people that I haven't even met yet. And it's one of my favorite kind of fantasies and ideas and dreams to manifest. And I've written it out a couple different times in a couple different ways. And every time I write it, what happens is I close my journal and I say, I, you know, I like to close with, and so it is, that's kind of like, amen. 
but I close with and so it is and it's like this is done I'm leaving this on the page this is already my manifestation it's already going to happen and then you have to lean into trusting that manifestation and if it brings you joy to continually we're going to go into this more but once you kind of have your manifestation you do want to release it at some point and trust that the universe is already working on it because you are already creating it it's already there it's not your job to know when or how it's going to come you just know that it's coming and that's what your job is to do is to know that it's coming so that's where I would start I would start with what is it that you want and it could be something very simple it could be like I have no friends and no single single lady friends and I would just really like to have more relationships within that community and you know you can write about having a killer social life and going out and you know going hiking with your new single mom friends or whatever um it could be dating please please hear me when I say this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk so much about relationships and dating it's gonna blow your mind because that's where so much of the other work that I've done has just naturally gone and so I'm on fire about it but no you do not have to have any set of circumstances to attract love friendship any kind of relationship into your life so please do not think that I need to be this place financially and my body needs to look this way and I need to make sure that I have all my ducks in the row and that I'm online for a promotion and da 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 and da 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 and da 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 and then I will be ready for love. If your heart is open to love, your heart is open to love. And it, 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 the universe doesn't care what's in your bank account, where you live, nothing. The universe doesn't care. So please do not stop yourself from having an experience involving love of any kind based on your current circumstances. So I will also say, even if you are newly separated or newly going through divorce, there's no set time. Either you're ready and you want it or you don't. There's no set time for anything. If you want something and your gut is saying, I want this, your heart is saying, I want this. And then you, and then another little voice jumps in and and says like, that's selfish or that's irresponsible. Like, fuck that voice. Go with the happier feeling thought because that's what we're supposed to be leaning into. What brings you joy? That's where you should be leaning. What brings you joy? Always keep kind of hitting that button. Yeah, we have responsibilities. We're not going to suddenly just like take off for Nepal, you know, (laughs) and leave our kids behind. Like, I'm not saying do that, but I'm saying anytime you feel this could bring me joy, that's where you need to be leaning into. Lean it, lean towards it. In the same respect that anytime you feel like you're you're actively avoiding something, that's what you should be working to fix. Again, your feelings don't lie and your brain cannot outsmart your feelings. You can run, you can run all you want. But at the end of the day, you feel what you feel and you are who you are. Work on being authentic. Lean into it. It's if if you're not if you're not used to it, if you're kind of used to maybe being like a people pleaser, or you're kind of always used to, you know, kind of doing what your spouse wants to do, or maybe you're the youngest and you have like an older sibling and it's like always been about, 
that kind of weird dynamic in the family of like what the older sibling, what their emotions are, what's going on with them. And so you're kind of catering around them or whatever the case may be like this. All of this takes practice. It takes takes a long time to choose your thoughts, learn how to choose your thoughts and trust your gut. It's not something that happens overnight. It can. I'm not saying it can't. It can't. Anything's possible. (laughs) For me, it's taken years and years and years and years and years and years of strengthening that particular muscle. All right. This has been the podcast. Um, Again, please message me and let me know your thoughts. Let me know your questions. I am here for you. Um, I have a list of things that I want to talk about in coming episodes, but I am open to you and what you want to hear and what you want to learn and know more about. And uh, please continue leaving those five-star reviews. Much appreciated. You have to follow the podcast, like hit the follow button. That's the only way to actually leave a star review on Spotify. And I'm still working on getting this up on Amazon. Hopefully by the time this is published, I mean, not Amazon, but it is on Amazon. Apple. Hopefully it's up on Apple by the time I get it out there. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Love you. You're beautiful, my little architects. Namaste. This has been the Making Magic Happen podcast. To get more information on what you heard today or to book Tristan for coaching workshops or retreats, please visit www.mymindbodygoals.com or follow on Instagram at new underscore Tristanist.